It's Thursday, April 30th, 2020. 22 plants have closed because of the virus in the last two months, and at least 20 meatpacking and food processing workers have died. Crises at meatpacking plants, a reckoning for industrial agriculture. Scientists warn environmental destruction will lead to more pandemics. Western U.S. in beginning stages of mega drought. Plus, this is one of the most important victories of our time. Big win for clean water from the U.S. Supreme Court. Really? Yes, really. All of those surprises and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Turns out the best present for Earth Day is the same as the best present for Mother's Day. Time away from her children. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. See ya sometime. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, it is horrible what is going on at the nation's meatpacking plants. But I will really miss meat. Okay. Well, you're not the only one. On Tuesday, President Donald Trump signed a broadly worded executive order directing meatpacking plants to stay open during the coronavirus pandemic, designating them as critical infrastructure under the Defense Production Act in the wake of many plants closing due to large COVID-19 outbreaks and deaths among workers. Well, I will miss meat. But it is hardly critical infrastructure. Well, Trump's actual legal authority is murky here, but his message is clear. In the Oval Office on Tuesday, Trump said the biggest issue was shielding meatpacking companies from legal liability if they fail to protect their workers from the virus when they force them back to work. That'll solve any liability problems where they had certain liability problems. And uh, as you know, there's plenty of supply. It was a very unique circumstance because of liability. That's the biggest problem, not the fact that thousands of meat packers are getting sick and dying? According to Trump, yes. Critics say the COVID-19 shutdowns have ushered in a day of reckoning for industrial livestock farms, with U.S. farmers now forced to either feed or kill tens of thousands of livestock animals that they cannot get to market. These critics say the pandemic has exposed the weaknesses of the U.S. industrial food system, which is consolidated into just a handful of giant corporations thanks to deregulation that has led to grueling working conditions, reduced compensation for farmers, and and lobbying power to block regulations requiring them to cut air and water pollution and planet warming emissions from concentrated animal feeding operations. Mm. Meanwhile, the world's leading biodiversity experts warn that the global coronavirus pandemic is likely to be followed by even more frequent, deadly and destructive disease outbreaks unless humanity halts relentless destruction of nature. Fantastic. Because that is bringing more people into contact and conflict with wild animals. Scientists with the United Nations Intergovernmental Science Policy Platform on Biodiversity cautioned in a research letter this week, quote, there is a single species responsible for the COVID-19 pandemic, us. I knew it. They say any economic recovery packages must strengthen and enforce environmental protections or else we are, quote, essentially subsidizing emergence of future pandemics. Well, we are. And no, they won't fix that either. 
In other news, a new study warns that the western U.S. is likely already in the beginning stages of a climate change-driven mega-drought. Also fantastic. That is a severe regional drought that lasts decades or longer. Previous historical mega-droughts in North America have been triggered by natural climate cycles, but according to new research published in the journal Science, the researchers determined that man-made global warming is playing a key role here, responsible for about half the pace and the severity of the current drought, which they say appears to have started around the year 2000. God, we really suck, don't we? But there is some good news. Thank you. In a major ruling with big implications for sewage plants and other industries, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled against a Maui County wastewater treatment plant that for decades has pumped millions of gallons of treated sewage into groundwater. Studies showed that some of that wastewater reached the ocean and damaged coral reefs. The Trump Environmental Protection Agency reversed its Obama-era position and argued that it was fine and the Clean Water (laughs) Act only applies to pollutants that are directly dumped in the ocean. But in a 6-3 ruling returning the case to a lower court, the justices rejected that argument. On Hawaii News Now, one of the plaintiffs, Hannah Bernard, executive director of the Hawaii Wildlife Fund, called closing that loophole huge. If we had lost, it would have led to even worse conditions being perpetuated with no permits being necessary for polluters to go ahead and just stick a pipe into a ground near a body of water and pollute. So this is one of the most important victories of our time. Wow. And one of the most shocking. Are you sure this came from the U.S. Supreme Court? Yes, it is a surprise, but I'll take it. I'll take whatever we can get. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide, please, on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Baby, what a big surprise. Right before my bed.